the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Columbia in January of 1986, right before the Challenger launch accident. His commander was Charles Bolden Jr., who later served as NASA Administrator under President Obama. Nelson was elected in 2000 to the Senate, where he served until 2018. John Scott reporting. Japan's Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga has pleaded to do his utmost to prevent a resurgence of the coronavirus ahead of the Olympic torch relay and his upcoming visit to Washington, D.C. He spoke before his Liberal Democratic Party today. This is SRN News. Larry Elder here, proud and thankful to be broadcasting on this station because you guys have kept it real for two decades. I love this station. I've been on AM 1280 for 20 years, and happy anniversary to everyone up there in Minnesota. I'm proud to be part of the team, AM 1280, The Patriot. Happy 20th anniversary. Thanks for sticking with us through the last 20. Here's to 20 more. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Thanks for tuning in to AM 1280, The Patriot. Weather for today, we got partly sunny and breezy with a high of 63, moving into a low of 40 for tonight with a slight chance of showers. Tomorrow, partly sunny and a high of 53, moving into a low of 46 and a higher chance of rain at 80%. The Patriot welcomes Charlie Kirk to the airwaves. Charlie formed Turning Point USA in his parents' garage when he was just 18. Charlie says, I grew up listening to conservative talk radio, so I'm excited to bring a new generation's voice to the medium. Tune in to Charlie Kirk's show each weeknight from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM-1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is The Closer, Brad Carlson. AM-1280 The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. The keen-eared among you have already detected. That's not Brad Carlson. Indeed, no. I'm Mitch Berg. Normally heard Saturdays on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I am here because Brad Carlson is is off on assignment. So, wait. Oh, wrong theme song. No, this is a Sunday theme song. It's. I'm a little discombobulated after yesterday. Yesterday was a lot of fun, by the way. I should point out, if you weren't tuned in yesterday, uh, your friends will be driving you crazy telling you all about it. Uh, We had the 20th anniversary celebration uh, among many, actually, for this station uh, yesterday. It was a kind of a combination celebration, uh, commemoration of the 20th anniversary of AM 12A, The Patriot, becoming a conservative talk station which we discussed at some length yesterday during a four-hour gala broadcast from here at the uh, at the bunker. 
And uh, featuring, by the way, along with Brad, myself, and King Banyan, the current uh, members of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, pretty much all of the, uh, most of the charter members of the Northern Alliance. I mean, we had uh, we had Brad, of course, King. We had John Hinderocker, Scott Johnson, and a variety of the other folks. Oh, Ed Morrissey, of course, uh, joined us as well. So it was a lot of fun. We we talked for four solid hours on the air, and it's like like all the original Narn broadcasts. We did almost no planning, and we could have probably co- covered two more hours by the time we were done. It was just so much fun, and as the Narn has always been, I think uh, I think all the guys were pretty much in agreement yesterday that the. It, it's while there's other things one can do with a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon. It's it's always a lot of fun and the the connections and the the, the sort of camaraderie we had amongst ourselves and with all of you, quite frankly, was just a huge addition to our lives. And I I talked about that at some length yesterday. I think I went off. Uh, my final statement was. Every day I get to do this, especially in these times, uh, is an absolute blessing. And especially in some of the times that we've had over the last year or so, uh, it's been a particular blessing to me. I I recalled later on in the show yesterday that uh, one of the broadcasts that uh, affected me the most was the one right after uh, the burning of much of the urban core uh, last May uh, three days after the rioting came to St. Paul, as I could still smell University Avenue burning up at my house, more or less, and was uh, walk had just finished walking past the wreckage of uh, a building three blocks away from my house, thinking, as I broadcast from my house during the height of the quarantine last May, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have this broadcast, this, this voice, this outlet, uh, if only to help all of you out there who might feel like you're completely alone in this world as conservatives, as as cultural traditionalists, as people who believe in limited government, low taxes, the free market, and the rights, the responsibilities, and the nobility of the individual, as well as the all 10 amendments of the Bill of Rights, feel that you're not alone out there. It's an easy thing to do, let me let me tell you. It's an easy thing to feel like you're alone. And the fact that we're able to come to you on a regular, normal day, a glorious Saturday like this, uh, yesterday, a beautiful Sunday like this, is a wonderful thing. The fact that we can come to you on days like uh, the middle of the last round of riots or some of the other traumatic events of recent years, the assaults on uh, on Trump supporters in 2017, the the various other outbreaks of of political violence in the Twin Cities, to let you know that you are not alone, that we're here, that we are in this together, and and that eventually, eventually, some form of conservatism, of traditional American values, is going to win, or at least it needs to win it needs to 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 find its place out there or frankly this civilization's decline it will be irreversible that's a that's a worrying thought and a challenge the kind of challenge that americans have always risen to uh, for those who think that 2020 was the worst year in history 
I urge you to remember years like 1962, 1942, 1933, 1916, 17, and 18 in, in that order, uh, 1861. Remember the challenges they offered and the opportunities they to bounce back from the brink of despair and go on to reclaim bigger and better things. I thought about that this morning as I was watching I was I was watching a an, an episode of a TV show and I should point out that that CNN has been fairly irredeemable in recent years, especially in the last four five or six years. They have been basically stenographers and doormats for the far left. They are basically a a DFL, I'm sorry, DFL, a Democrat Party uh, PR firm uh, these days with the likes of Jim Acosta and Brian Stelter and, and the rest of the crew, pretty much the whole thing. Uh, and I say that while acknowledging that they have done some programming that has been relatively wonderful and not their news programming, certainly not their opinion programming. But they did a wonderful series of documentaries probably over the last four or five years that appeared on CNN and other cable outlets since then and have actually been re-released on, I believe, Netflix a few years back, in which they went through in, in basically a series of 10-part series about each of the decades of the modern era, the 60s through, I think they got their way up through the 1990s last I checked. And, and and instead of covering, it was a 10-part, I believe there were six to 10-part series on each of these decades. And each of the parts of the series covered a theme about the decade. For example, the 1960s, they had an episode or two on Vietnam, an episode on the civil rights movement, an episode on hippie culture, an episode on popular entertainment. And they were fascinating shows, very well done, well-researched. As someone who is years old and has certain memories of the 1960s, actually probably a lot more memories of the 1960s than someone my age should, as someone who, for whatever reason, uh, has some fairly vivid memories from relatively early in life, I... I, I, I've been impressed by that series and by the way the series on the 70s, uh, which, again, I have a disturbingly large number of memories of since I, that's basically when I started high school and radio, for that matter, where the, the, the series was excellent. It talked about everything from the end of the Vietnam War to uh, changes in social attitudes, women's liberation, as it used to be called back then. Uh, popular entertainment, of course, always gets itself an episode. Watergate. And the American malaise of the late 1970s, which I keenly remember. And they did an episode, I'm leading up to this, an episode in the 1980s that while it threw in some of the other side's uh, point of view on, on the subject of the 1980s, it spent as it, as it needed to. In addition to the usual time on the, the, the end of the Cold War, it had a couple of excellent episodes on the, the value and importance of the Reagan administration and the cultural changes that it brought with it. And it started, as did, and, and it started, by the way, with the 1980 Olympics, the 1980 Winter Olympics. And kids, ask your parents. Uh, but if you are of a certain age, you remember uh, the Lake Placid Olympic Games of 1980. And by the way, I say this because National Geographic has been 
putting together a parallel series to CNNs. And much as I hate to say it, the CNN one is better. But I was watching the 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 National Geographic documentary about the 1980s, which is parallel to and similar to the CNN series on the 1980s. And a little inferior from what I've seen, but nonetheless covers some of the same cultural ground. And it covered one of the turning point moments, at least psychologically speaking, of the the 1980s. Really one of the great turning points between the 1970s and the 1980s. And by the way, this is all stuff that was all all covered tacitly in the movie Miracle, the Kurt Russell uh, movie about the miracle on ice and Herb Brooks, the St. Paul native who coached the 1980 United States uh, Olympic hockey team to victory against the Soviets. And what an epic achievement this was in sports and really in American culture. And, and something you see in watching the opening montage to the movie Miracle is something you also get between the lines and yet unmistakably in the documentary, uh, in all the documentary references to the movie Miracle. The 1970s were a miserable, enervating time to be an American. Watergate beat the American spirit down and almost took the Republican Party out. I mean, for all the people talking today about how the battle over the aftermath of the Trump years is tearing the Republican Party apart. It'd be hard to see how things could get much more parlous than they were in 1975 after a Republican president had had to resign in actual disgrace before being impeached and removed. Uh, The Republican Party got absolutely crushed at the ballot box in the 1974 elections and the 1976 elections weren't much better. And the national spirit reflected that. America went into a depression that President Jimmy Carter didn't directly attribute uh, in a speech he gave when I was in ninth grade uh, and 14 years old that, uh, that that essentially said, yep, America is in a malaise. We are basically depressed. We've got the blues. And it's entirely possible we're never going to come out of it, Jimmy Carter said during during that speech, a, a speech that had a disproportionate role in my becoming a conservative, one of many things, but certainly an important one in, in realizing that big government progressivism, and, and by the way, Jimmy Carter was that at that point, uh, certainly nothing, uh, certainly a piker compared with what we have in office today, but in the standard, according to the standards of the day, quite the left-wing progressive. And Seeing the reverse in the nation's psychology that started in the immediate aftermath of this United States hockey team winning the gold medal, actually defeating the Soviets for the in the semifinals of the 1980 Olympics, leading on to uh, the election of Ronald Reagan, and by the way, the reversal of a bunch of the things that had been kicking America's psychological tush around the place, the, the the hostage situation in Iran where 53 Americans were held hostage for 444 days as the uh, as a, the United States flailed around impotently, uh, among many other things, among the economic stagnation and the, the crushing of the American energy sector at the time. Seeing the turnaround in the American psyche writ large in these documentaries and in that bit of Hollywood entertainment, I suspect a movie that could not be made today, by the way, was 
a fascinating thing to watch. And I'm going to take that and juxtapose it with a story that's going on in Minneapolis and Portland, Oregon, today. And point out the American, the, the, the culture we live in is rife for another moment like that. And it's our job to bring that. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Be right back. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Be kind to someone and you could have your car payments covered for a year. Oh, very kind. The Patriot and Standard Heating and Air Conditioning present the Kindness Challenge. Do something nice for a hero in your life, then let us know about it. You'll be registered to have your vehicle payments paid for a year or get $12,000 towards a new car, both for you and your hometown hero. Sign up for the Standard Heating Kindness Challenge at am1280thepatriot.com. Keep on loving. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Warning, warning. Warning, once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through, American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. AM 1280, The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Or you can join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Or... At Mitch P. Berg at gab.com. That's the, it's like Twitter for people who aren't, well, totalitarian upsucks. 
I'm also on Facebook, Northern Alliance Radio Network, or on MeWe at uh, Mitch P. Berg. I, I'm broadcasting on all those platforms. I'm also trying to get back onto Parler, although the account recovery there, after having been shut down for some time, doesn't seem to be working out all that terribly well. So, I don't, Parler, keep trying here, folks. You're the little app that couldn't quite so far, but I'm going to do the best I can here, and hopefully you will as well. It's interesting. I was listening to... Uh, Public radio this morning, National Public Radio, which is essentially turned into uh, just another stenographer for the far left as well. And they were talking with people who who work at a company that uh, is the company that has decided to provide web hosting space for Parler after a number of big tech or linked companies like Amazon Web Services and some of the other bigs who are largely in bed with the far left these days uh, passed on them and the the, the <laughs> either passed on them for ideological reasons or did not want to excite the woke mob uh, against them and and opted to go for the path of least resi- resistance and boy the defamation campaign has begun we'll be I'm going to try and get some representatives from this company on the show because a whole lot the the usual uh, train of uh, unsourced allegations and quote people say end quote and quote sources formerly affiliated with the company ellipsis end quote uh, are doing their defamatory best to try and take down this this company that has taken over hosting parlor which had the temerity to not uh, hit the hit the uh, ground when big left said jump. At any rate, oh, by the way, the trial of former uh, police, Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin in the death of George Floyd is underway right now. Three more trials coming up in August, depending on how things go in this first trial, I suspect. This is a time of, as they say, great uncertainty. So we will be a source of reliable updates. So you and your family will be safe and informed. Uh, be sure to follow AM12A The Patriot on Facebook, Parler, and Twitter for any breaking news from the courthouse and the latest updates surrounding the trial. Also, keep your ear on the ground and on the air over the next few weeks for any live press conferences and statements that local leadership and law enforcement might be putting on on the subject here. Jury selection is almost done. I believe they have one alternate to go. And then the trial, I believe, is scheduled to tee up this week or the following Monday. One of the two here. At any rate, 651 2 Eight nine four four eight eight. the number to call, uh, should you care to join us, and I hope you will. So it's interesting to watch the way that uh, Big Left and the, the media affiliated with them has been trying to reset the blame for the events of this last year. I was particularly galled a week ago, a week and change ago, uh, by one particular set of remarks by a Minneapolis city official. I did, in fact, uh, I, 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 I thought about this as I was driving past the Western Precinct in St. Paul. It's uh, actually the Western District headquarters in St. Paul, which is at Hamlin, just north of 94. And it's it was the old community. It's been a, a police station for about 15 years. It replaced a restaurant that used to be there uh, about 15 years ago. And it's been your typical St. Paul police station forever. And it was about a block away from the Target uh, store that, that the mob tried to ransack during the riots as a good chunk of the rest of University Avenue was burning. As loath as I am 
to compliment St. Paul City government much. I have been open about this. Uh, St. Paul's police chief uh, was one, one very one of very few public officials during the rioting who had the fortitude to get up and say, we're not abandoning any of the city to the riots. And he went on to back that up the best he could. Granted, uh, the, no, it'd be hard for any police to catch up with the uh, surge of insanity that uh, broke out on the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday after Memorial Day last week. Uh, a fair chunk of University Avenue did get burned, and the violence moved up Snelling and occasionally to other parts of St. Paul as well. Uh, it spread out all over the city in small sporadic pockets. But darned if the St. Paul police didn't go out and clear that Target store and get allow it to to uh, not get completely trashed, completely trashed, and to get back into business relatively quickly as compared to, say, East Lake or Uptown or some of the other, uh, the downtown Target, for example, in Minneapolis. And I saw... As I drove past on my way to the station today that the Western Western's, uh, Station, the Western uh, District Station, has been working on its fortifications here. They put up a triple row of Jersey barriers around the, uh, around the station I don't know, two weeks ago now, cutting Hamlin down to one lane going each direction. So if you're heading off of 94 at Hamlin, maybe find a different route to go to Pasco, go to Lexington. Anyway, and then today we saw that there's a 12-foot uh, row of chain-link fence and razor wire, uh, th- two or three levels deep, all the way around the Western Station. Which, if you're a policeman stationed at the Western uh, District Station, it's a great idea. Now, the rest of the neighborhood, you're kind of on your own, smoke them if you got them. But the thing that uh, that I, I couldn't help but notice as... Chief Mary uh, Arredondo of Minneapolis was commenting to the media on the uh, ongoing fortification of police stations and courthouses and other Minneapolis city offices, City Hall, Hennepin County Government Center, uh, other uh, the the various precincts around Minneapolis. Uh, and I've been chronicling, by the way, the the. Uh, uh, a friend of mine, a correspondent to my blog, has been uh, documenting the ongoing fortification of the 4th Precinct in North Minneapolis for a couple weeks now. Uh, I was struck by the fact that Madaria Arredondo, the chief of the Minneapolis Police Department, when asked to comment about the fortification, the hardening of these facilities against protests, uh, facilities, facilities ranging all the way from uh, every courthouse and police station in Minneapolis, up to and including the Minnesota State Capitol, he, which has been surrounded by chain link and razor wire since last spring's riots and shows no signs of, of that wall being torn down anytime soon. I couldn't help but notice that Chief Arredondo, in citing the precedent being used for fortifying all of these offices of the people's government in Minneapolis said, well, since January 6th, we got to watch out for this kind of violence. Let the record show that the fortifications didn't start on January 7th. They started last spring after people affiliated with the left torched and burned and looted and pillaged 
East Lake and University Avenue and other parts of the Twin Cities all over the place. People who were affiliated with the left. Extremists and their various hangers-on and party boys and party girls who are affiliated with the left. Oh, they've tried to push the blame off on the right. Umbrella man still roams free somewhere out there. Gangs of racist hell's angels are still being blamed by people who weren't paying attention. Umbrella Man, uh, the article in the Star Tribune about the Hells Angels uh, racist commando with an umbrella uh, are still floating around from last July, even though uh, the, the Star Tribune quietly buried that story. And yet, who did Chief Arredondo blame for the fact that you had a better chance of getting out of East Berlin in 1974 than you do of getting into any Minneapolis police station or city office or courthouse? January 6th. Mark my words, they are going to try and blame you and I by implication for this. And, and the Salem hosts have been noting this, how the uh, how, how the how all references to violence, to politicized violence that you hear from the media and the left, pardon the redundancy, all begin and end with references to January 6th, which, by the way, was 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 a terrible event and a, and a repudiation of democracy and something that needs to be, be needs to be and is being prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law unlike for example a fair chunk of the violence last spring but mark my words they are going to try and gaslight you and by you i mean all of you plural conservatives people who are 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 dissenters from the current cultural norm, from the, the people who have overrun the institutions in this country, who are trying to blame not the people who actually rioted on January 6th for the repudiation of due process, of the constitutional process, of, of, of the way we manage our federal republic itself. Trying to blame him and Republicans and not just Trump supporters, but all Republicans for that. You hear it all the time. And it is a form of gaslighting. It's a form of saying, well, you don't know what you really know. We'll tell you what you really think and what you really know. And this is something you all need to know, because this is this is something that is is going on around us uh, as we speak. And it's only going to get worse as the Chauvin trial uh, approaches. Uh, well, as as we work our way through the trial and as events, I am somewhat afraid, work their way towards an inevitable uh, another inevitable round of rioting here. I hope I'm wrong. We'll we'll see. Fingers crossed on that. Uh, if you're on the lines, stick around. Don't go anywhere. I'll be going to the phones in a moment here. 651-289-4488. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It, it was, was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. 
and EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could Could I I have have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. Now's the time to start thinking about your spring home improvement projects. Sandow Construction can give your home curb appeal with new siding. Sandow Construction is celebrating 30 years with a special offer. No interest on your project paid in full within 18 months. Minimum $5,000 purchase. Visit SandowInc.com for details. That's S-A-N-D-A-U-Inc.com. Call 888-534-6898 for details about credit costs and terms. For new accounts, the APR for purchase is 28.99% subject to credit approval. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Stevens. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, the Patriot Business Benefactor Program is back, this time benefiting Jack's Basket. It's an incredible local nonprofit that celebrates babies with Down syndrome. They strive to provide every new and expected parent a free basket with resources and the support they need for their newborn. They also offer education to medical providers on how to uh, discuss the diagnose, uh, diagnosis in an unbiased and helpful manner. For your gift of 1500 bucks, we will give you 40 commercials to use for your business or church or organization on air here or right here on The Patriot. By the way, you can also choose the double blessing and gift those commercials to Jack's Basket or another local nonprofit or ministry that you're particularly passionate about. Just call 651-289-4444 to do good and get 40 commercials as a thank you. Again, that's 651-289-4444 to participate in Benefiting Jack's Basket. It's real. It's not a dream. It's the actual story here, folks. Uh, it's a benef- business benefactor program. Uh, one of the things that makes me particularly proud of doing this show here at this station, of all the places in the Twin Cities I could be at. Let's go to the phones in St. Paul. Bob, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. 
Yeah, I wanted to thank you for kind of bringing up that thing about uh, the U.S. hockey team because it made me realize, I mean, something I knew all along. It was never politicians that were never unifiers. It was usually events yep. that were unifiers. And I found that especially be the – like I once told a friend who, you know, has uh, – kind of goes through menopause whenever he sees Trump. Yeah. But I said, but when he, you know, and he just loved Joe Biden's speech on the 7th. But I said, just basically only three times in the last 41 years where this country was unified. And it wasn't by anything Joe said. It was February 22nd of 80, February 24th of 80. And sadly, uh, September 11th of 2001. Yep. And by the way, you are uh, you are correct on those and on and many others. I mean, remembering Pearl Harbor or celebrating victory in Europe and victory in Japan Day were both events that united people uh, and united the entire country between the two events from Pearl Harbor till final victory in the war. And. The decades after that really were almost devoid of events that that united these people. In fact, I will I will extend your idea here, Bob. Yes, it is events that unite people. And oh, by the way, another one that united an awful lot of us, although by no means all of us, was the collapse of the Soviet Union and the end of the of the dangerous part of the Cold War almost 30 years ago here now, which was a vastly important event for me, myself, and an awful lot of people in my generation, even if they didn't all know it. Uh, I will also say this. I will extend what you said, Bob, and the, the, the things that unite us are the events, the things that, that grab us all, of all races, classes, stations, and geographies in this country. Things like Pearl Harbor, like 9-11, like Lake Placid and the, and the, and the Miracle on Ice, uh, things like that. Things like even the first month or so of the pandemic, which brought out a lot of the best of regular Americans, not of our expert class. I think our expert class beclowned itself and did it so much did itself epic damage uh, about this time. Well, a year ago, this coming late April into May and June, and they continue to do so. And by the way, I'll be talking a bit about that in the second hour today with Lisa Hansen of Interchange Coffee and Wine and Albert Lee, who is carrying out some litigation against Pretty much every uh, echelon of government in Minnesota, from the, the city of Albert Lee all the way up to the governor, and pretty much everything in between over the unconstitutional squashing of a whole lot of private lives and dreams and businesses in this state. She's fighting the fight that an awful lot of people need to be in on here, and we'll be talking with her uh, after the top of the next hour here. But while events do, in fact, bring people together, people... Focusing on people, uh, as as you pointed out, uh, is not only not the thing that, that unites us, but in fact is very frequently the thing that divides us the most effectively. Focusing on people, in other words, personality cultism, the idea that that electing a leader is going to be what 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 solves our problems, brings us the utopia that we want. Those are the things that divide us. 
And by the way, that works just as much for voting against a person. I mean, Donald Trump, say what you will about him. I have been a Trump skeptic and a forthright one from the beginning here. And I've said I was proven pleasantly wrong about many aspects of his time in office. And I will admit that. And I'll admit I was wrong on much of what I had predicted of Donald Trump. And I will say that uh, before the election, I, I figured if we got two good Supreme Court nominees out of Donald Trump, I could put up an awful lot of the rest of it. And let's be honest, Trump delivered far in excess of what I expected. And I'll admit that. But uh, the, the entire, I will also have to say that some of the pro-Trump crowd is a personality cult. And some of the anti-Trump crowd is the opposite of a personality cult. They're an anti-personality cult. I mean, a cult is a cult, people. People who who let a politician sum up all of their hopes and dreams and everything they wish for in this life uh, are or are the opposite. People who make all poli- any given politician out to be the antichrist are the problem. In this society, uh, not the problem, not the biggest problem. They're they're kind of in the middle tier of problems in our society. People who are po- personality cultists are frequently the, the people who, who bring us wittingly or unwittingly uh, a lot of this society's problems, uh, most particularly because they are often used in service of the people who are genuinely the toxic ones in our society, the ones who believe in utopias, the ones who believe that we can build a perfect society, that that humans can be turned via their own will into participants in a perfect society. The urge to build a utopia using government always leads to vastly more evil than any good it may create. And and, and that's not even a a high bar because it always creates vastly more evil than uh, and and rot and and decay than the alternative. Speaking of rot and decay, uh, to go back to to my earlier topic, uh, the way that Big Left is trying to deflect the blame for the rioting of last year off on the right. and, And by the way, if they hadn't, had January 6th, they would have had to make something like that up. And in fact, they have been for the last 15 years. Uh, The idea that there is an epic wave of right-wing violence just around the corner, honest, uh, they would have had to make it up. And indeed they did. After almost a year of constant violence that he himself encouraged, not only in his many words, but with as many actions, the mayor of Portland, Oregon, Ted Wheeler, says people are, and this is just rich. This is absolutely just insane. I say rich in all due sarcasm. Ted Wheeler, the mayor of Portland, Oregon, says people are, and I quote, sick of the constant violence that has made parts of Portland, the city he was elected to lead, unlivable. Now, as dodgy as Minneapolis got and has been over this last 10 months, Portland's been worse. Portland has been worse. It became a hotbed of what the media likes to refer to as civil unrest <laughs> last summer during the demonstrations after the death of George Floyd. Uh, similar demonstrations 
took uh, took place around the country, largely peaceful-ish. But in Portland, the demonstrations deteriorated frequently and reliably into widespread arson, looting, assaults, and lots of people coloring outside the lines of what would be called a peaceful protest. I mean, intimidations, assaults on counter-protesters, assaults on people who... Who, who, who dissent in any way from the, the anti-fat majority. Uh, and, by the way, something that they didn't do in much of the rest of the country, uh, getting away from the commercial districts and the government districts and wandering around residential districts intimidating people who, uh, who, ex- who, who were just there. I mean, not necessarily even going after dissenters, just saying, hey, if you uh, aren't with us, you're against us, keep it in mind. Rioters in Portland who've called for the defunding of the Portland police, along with all sorts of other measures, have constantly targeted federal courthouses, uh, federal buildings. The federal courthouse has been covered with graffiti. Uh, They've set fires. They've destroyed uh, countless nearby storefronts and other property. Quote, the people who work here support the voices of racial and social justice, yada, 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 and will not be intimidated from doing our jobs by the ugly graffiti or broken windows, said Scott Asplog, a U.S. attorney for the District of Oregon during a press conference this last week, reported by the Associated Press. And I quote, we do not confuse the voices of the many with the shouts of the few who hope to hold our city hostage by petty crime and violence. Now, When I read these quotes carried by the Associated Press, which has served as nothing but a stenographer, really, for the far left, two things jumped to my mind, and they should jump to yours as well. After 10 months of Mayor Mayor Wheeler all but setting Portland up as a, quote, anti, end quote, fa staging area, I kind of have to wonder. He's he's changed his tune from being from being worse than Lisa Bender in terms of thinking that 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 wanting some sort of public safety if you're a resident or business person even worse in Portland uh, rates you any sort of public safety the idea that that public safety is a privilege according to the likes of Lisa Bender and Ted Wheeler I have to wonder what powerful progressive constituency finally figured out it was time to rein in uh, the spoiled entitled left's party in Portland. And then reading the quote of uh, U.S. Attorney Asphog, A-S-P-A-H-U-G, that's how you pronounce it. I don't, don't, don't call me looking angry about that. Uh, call it Aspog. I have no idea. But reading the quote of the U.S. attorney, I have to wonder, am I the only one who thinks it sounds like they're trying to pin that violence? A year of violence in a city that hasn't seen a conservative uh, in any position of any power in decades? They're going to try and pin the violence on us? Good luck! Uh, Well, we come back more, much more, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include AM1280ThePatriot.com, our free app, and Radio.com. 
This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, EVRcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. AM1280 The Patriots Business Benefactor Program is back next week. For one week only, you'll have the opportunity to make a donation to a local charity and get 40 radio ads for your business as our thank you. Keep listening for details on our Business Benefactor Program. AM1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, 2020 was a challenging year, yeah, even for me. So we want to highlight the heroes in our community who helped the darker days just get a little bit brighter. Go to am12athepatriot.com now to nominate a hometown hero. Then complete up to 30 acts of kindness for additional entries in our additional annual kindness challenge. If you win, we will do a couple things for you. Number one. Cover you and your hero's car payments for a year, yeah. Or gift you both twelve grand towards a new vehicle. That's right. We we give the gifts that, that people can appreciate. The gift of mobility. We're grateful to those around us who've made our lives better this past year, and we can't to hear wait to hear about your hometown heroes. Go to AM twelve eight patriot.com. Participate in the kindness challenge that's going on for another six weeks or so here. So plenty of time to get involved. 651-289-4488, the number to call. 
I one of the themes yesterday during our 20th anniversary broadcast for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, really the the 20th anniversary of this station uh, being a conservative talk station, uh, is the the same opponent that we, the conservative blogosphere, the conservative alternative media, the the the, the alliance of conservative opinion that is centered itself in uh, on talk radio and. For a while there, a glorious decade or so, uh, starting in about 2002, out on the blo- what used to be called the blogosphere, uh, is the media. The, the media that brought so many of us together hasn't changed a whole lot for the better in that time. I mean, the conservative media has grown up and gotten, gotten bigger and stronger and is, is morphing into a full-fledged media in its own right. That's happening bit by bit here. But on the other hand, uh, the the media that we have uh, just keeps getting worse here. We a big theme yesterday was how all of us in the Northern Alliance were united originally on this show and in our various blogs: Powerline, Captain's Quarters, Hot Air, SCSU Scholars, Frotters, myself. Uh, Shot in the Dark, my my blog that I run all week. Uh, united in our attacks on on the Twin Cities media, especially especially the Star Tribune, a newspaper that really has given up all legitimate pretense to not being a uh, DFL PR shop. And it's only it's this is a barrel that has no bottom. There's a tweet that came out this past week from The Washington Post, which has led along with The New York Times, led the American media in its plunge to the bottom a tweet that I looked at and thought, this has got to be The Onion. This has got to be Babylon B. And it remains further proof that, that the Babylon B doesn't go far enough in satirizing the American left. Uh, the tweet reads as follows. Biden stimulus showers money on Americans, sharply cutting poverty in defining move of presidency. Stated as a past tense given. Something that has been accomplished, sharply cutting poverty, not promising to sharply cut poverty. No, sharply cutting, as in present tense, cutting poverty in the defining mood of his presidency. He hasn't been in office for two months yet, and he has sharply cut poverty by sending out what? Some $1,400 checks to people who, in many to most cases, aren't unemployed. Have been affected, certainly, but not unemployed. It's basically, it, it reads like something you would see in North Korea today or in, in I don't know, in, in the Soviet Union in the 1930s or 1950s. The sort of stuff that, that Yakov Smirnov built a career, kids, ask your parents, that Yakov Smirnov built his career out of lampooning uh, too broadly. It's here. It is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. Any. Anyone who wishes to claim that our mainstream media is not basically a cross between a clown car and a PR firm for the far left, by all means, call in. I will take your call front of the line. Well, not over the next half hour. Well, we'll have a guest on. But after that, I would love to hear a media apologist apologize for the media's approach. And when I say approach, I mean relentless, mindless propagandizing for the far left. I suspect I'll be waiting for a while. 651-289-4488. Let's go to St. Paul. John, 
You are on the air. Go right ahead. Hey, Mitch. Uh, it's really nice to hear you. I, I love when you're on. Uh, Brad Brad uh, has repented of his uh, DeSantis bashing, and I, I appreciated that, and I appreciate you being honest about Trump. I think that was fabulous. And and uh, your, your uh, observations and remembrances of the 70s and 80s were spot on. I'm 70. I was in my work career probably at my peak during those years. Yep. And uh, they were depressing. It was oh, yeah. 78, 79. It was, it was crushing. I remember stopping for gas and going, we can't, we can't afford this. I have, a, I have a Delta 88 that's getting about 12 miles a gallon. Yeah. And uh, pumping gas. And I was dating my wife at the time. And it was just depressing. We we're both nurses early in our careers. Yep. And I'm like, you know what? This this guy, who who's this peanut farmer guy we keep hearing about? Carter. Yeah, you know, and and we didn't even nobody, as far as I still know, nobody really knows where he came from, and it's it's just like Joe comes out of his basement, Carter comes out of the peanut field. We don't even know what this guy's done in his history. I don't. Well, think well, ever, Jimmy Jimmy Carter, I will give him this much. Okay, he was governor of Georgia, and I wouldn't say successful, but I mean the state didn't fall into the Atlantic, so he had that going for him. Before that, yeah. we do know that he was uh, in the Navy. He went to the Naval Academy. He was one of the the, the first nuclear uh, submarine officers. He was a patriot of sorts. He his heart was in the right place in so many ways, but. As a leader, as a leader, he inherited some terrible circumstances. We'll give him that much. That being said, he is the one who went on American tele, uh, American radio uh, when I was in ninth grade and said, "Well, America, uh, we've we've those of us who've kind of got ours." He didn't literally say this, but he implied those of us in his generation got theirs, and those of us of the the generation that was yet to come. I was in ninth grade at the time. Was going to have to tighten up our belts and accept that America's best days were behind it. Is it a wonder that my generation went cascading over to Ronald Reagan like a, like a tsunami? The times are rife for someone like that. Lisa Hansen joins us uh, uh, talking about her litigation against pretty much the entire government from Albert Lee on up. When we return, Northern Alliance, AM twelve eighty, The Patriot. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love 
If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot, Arby's Computer Service. Happy, happy, happy 20th birthday. 